the Ray Peacock Podcast. Hooray! Oh, Raj, you did a little cheer. I did. That's nice. Yeah. You did it well. Thank you. I'm Ray Peacock. Hello, I'm here with little Raji James, the youth feeling centers but ruined it. Hello. Hello, Raji. Hello. <laughs> and of course, I'm also here with... Oh, no, look at that. <laughs> it's embarrassing. That, do you know, can you see that Ed's clothes aren't quite covering his body anymore? Oh. That's because <laughs> he's put on so much weight in the last week. You, I'm surprised you got out of the house. I'm here, of course, with Big Fat Ed Campbell over there. Hello, Big Fat Ed Campbell. Hello. No, no, no. Is that how you speak now? No. no. I'd like that. I'd like it if you were on a programme where they just spoke about how sad it was that you'd got into that condition. I'd love that. And I'm really annoyed anyway, because last night was the Pride of Britain Awards and I missed it. Oh no, I forgot. I had a bloody gig and everything. I'm really upset. Oh, I love watching but that. There's well. nothing I like more than watching celebrities crying over spastics. Oh, <laughs> no, that's not what it's about. I love I'm being the... ironic using that word. What, celebrity? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's on form. Hey, here we go. James is on form. Uh, no, I love that show, actually. I really, every year I watch that. Do you do a cry when it's I on? I always end up crying. Why? Because you can't present one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep turning me down. Why did you do a cry? No, I do, because some of the stuff that happens is really emotional and it's lovely. What sort of thing? Well, like when you... What get... do you remember? What's the best one? I've... Raji, yeah. on the Pride of Britain Awards, of all the ones you've watched, what's the best story that you ever had and you've got to pick one now? Um, there was one that I remember quite clearly, which was a few years ago. Aww. There was a little boy <laughs> who was autistic. Aww. And his mum or his gran who was looking after him collapsed. Died. They collapsed. No, they collapsed. <laughs> and even he ran the ambulance. Yeah, he did. Even though he was autistic. Yeah. Brilliant. And it was quite a quite a heart-rendering story. So what did he do as a reward? Because in a way, is that not patronising him though? Well, no. Because no, anyone remember. can ring an ambulance really. Well, no, not a not at that If you'd have said to me, there was this little lad and he had no arms and no legs and he couldn't even talk but his mum collapsed. And then he rang an ambulance with his nose and spoke for the first time. Then, yeah, I, I'd be... An, an autistic I, people are well good at remembering stuff. Yeah. It's just three nines. Although he probably kept pressing it over and over again. Nine, 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 nine. He probably well, had to go from one all the way to nine. Just well, I don't pressing. know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not just... laughing at disabled people, Raj. That's well, not what we're doing little, now. And that's not very Some nice. of them do quite well. Some of these mental people. Right. Well, quite yeah. well in later life. Yes, we know. Jamie Oliver. Jamie <laughs> Oliver's not mental. He's <laughs> done really well, hasn't he? What, just because he's got a slight speech impediment, he's a mental? I never said that. Is that what you're saying? No. Roger. What? Oh, do you mean this chef, Jamie Oliver? Who do you mean? Jamie Oliver from my school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a wheelchair and everything, but he got a proper job and he's doing really well. He's like, what? Oh, what? good on him. Well Who done. do you think I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're weird. <laughs> You're weird, Raji. <laughs> no, you were in the middle of a story. No, that was it. That was it. I was just, I was just saying, and you know, the fact that he got to meet whoever I can't remember who it was now, but he got to meet his his big famous Frank or... Bruno. Was it Frank Bruno? <laughs> no, I think it. I, think I it, hope it was Frank Bruno. I think it may have been David Beckham, but I can't remember. Okay. What are your thoughts on Frank Bruno punching his wife in the face? I know, well, that's that was quite a long time ago. Or has he done? It oh, yet? that's all right then. No, 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 no what I mean, I'll always forgive him then. That's no, what I mean is, is are you referencing it because it's currently in the news again, or is it just something you're remembering from before? Is he still with that woman? I don't know. That's what I. That's why I was going to ask. I've him. not been around his house for ages. No, I, I thought they'd split up. I thought they had as well. Yeah, yeah, I know he was found at the bottom of his garden in an inflatable boxing ring, hugging a castle. Yeah, was he? Yeah. yeah. Which I See, you should get an iron like mine. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen to you. You're, you're going to be found in your, on your trampoline yeah. with an iron. So it's kind of the same iron. thing. Hugging my iron. This We've never true. mentioned your trampoline in your garden, I'll be honest. I don't know. I don't think we have. You've got a massive trampoline in your garden. I think it, the main reason I like it is it doesn't really fit. It doesn't. Well, it's no, it does. It completely fits. It almost makes the fence sort of go down yeah. the side. No, it's, so it's, it's actually it's a perfect fit. It's wedged between the fence on both sides. Yeah. You've got a bouncy garden. <laughs> I do. What I like about it, Raji, is that you bought that when literally it, it was going to be your last purchase. Well, you literally had no, you had no money at all, I think and you much. spent your last 150 quid yeah. on a big fuck-off trampoline. Yeah. And I think that's a brilliant thing. Well, I do too. You're my kind of guy. Well, it was also because, see, well, 
See, not in a gay way. No, but in a in a in a in a truly economic sense, it was actually a great purchase because what it did was. Well, it's a great investment. I'm sure you've made a lot on it. So no, far. and what I've done is I've saved quite a considerable amount of money because it's sort of property. Well, when the kids so you don't so you don't need a ladder to look in the neighbour's window. Now. Well, there's there's that. Obviously. But you can only look but, intermittently. But no, but when the kids when my kids when you're bouncing up and down and you can just say over into the next door neighbour's garden when they're sunbathing in the bikinis. When but you can only <laughs> see it for two seconds because that's the only time you're in the air and then you bounce down again. Does it make your wank go on for ages? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is when my kids yourself, are with you? me, you see, we oh, instantly busters, got entertainment wall. <laughs> Sorry, Roger, what were you saying? No, I'm not going to speak now, because you're just doing it again. Doing what? Doing the talking over me. You ask Sorry. me a question, I try and answer What it. did you think was going to happen when we started recording the podcast? <laughs> I thought, because you turned up, you're in a good mood, Ed's obviously in a good mood, I'm in a good mood. I thought we were going to have a really I'm fun I'm in a good mood as well, I'm just a bit tired. Oh, not again. I've been away doing gigs and stuff. I was in Cardiff, and then I was in Bristol, and fucked. Oh. At my gig in Cardiff, at Cardiff University the night, and it was a brilliant, lovely, lovely gig. It was really nice. But I spent 35 minutes out of the 50 that I did just watering the plant <laughs> on the stage. And it worked. What do you mean it worked? Why were you doing that? Because when I went on the stage, I noticed there was a very big plant at one side of the stage. And I said to a boy at the front, I bought that for him as a present. He said he didn't like it because it was nearly dead. And I said, I couldn't tell it was nearly dead. How does he know? And he said, look at the leaves. And then I brought him on stage and we played hospitals. <laughs> and got a big jug of water and revived the plant. What, in the space of your show, you, re- you saw visible signs what, that that's, it was revived? No, I... I what, he was taking its pulse. <laughs> he was taking it to where? The bloke was taking its pulse. The club? What? Pulse, the club. The man who I brought on the stage, your boy... Yeah. He was called Gareth. Yeah. He was taking its pulse. Roger. The plant's pulse. Oh, he took the plant's when pulse. When you hear pulse, who who thinks the club? What but it club? is a club in Cardiff. What is? Pulse. Yeah, but what do you think it's named after? What is it, though? What is the it's pulse? It's a nightclub. Well, it used to be when I was there, but that was many years ago. When did you go there? Uh, I was there up to 92. What? 89 to 92. Oh, see, sorry, I thought that was your age. <laughs> <coughs> did you go in there? Yeah, they, Dancing. Used do, they used to do a student's night on Thursdays, I think it was. What, you went down looking for girls? No. Looking for youngsters? I was actually... Um, Living with a girl at the time. Oh, yeah. It was just a club we used to go to. Right. Student night. What was the dirtiest thing you ever did in that club? Didn't do anything dirty. Did you ever take your knickers off and just walk around and just your skirt? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> did, you ever wear, did you ever wear a really short skirt, really short, like, party dress? With no bra on underneath it. And then halfway through the night, just go take your knickers off slide. <laughs> and then walk around and then all, all, literally all you were wearing was just a piece of cloth all night. And nobody else knew. Apart from you, and you just felt all naked. Did you ever do that? No, because I wouldn't be wearing a skirt and stuff because I'm not a girl. So only girls can wear skirts, can they? Well, I think traditionally that's that's usually what girls, you know, can wear. And I think we should send Roger to Scotland and get twatted. Yeah. What about Scottish people when they wear their little dresses? They don't wear dresses or skirts, they wear kilts. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, but it's a very different thing. Why? Because it is. And no. I wouldn't wear a kilt either because I'm not Scottish. Why not racist? Because I'm not Scottish. <laughs> right, you won't wear a kilt, and that's fine because it's not your culture, but when me and Ed, last week after we recorded and we were playing on the Wii, we were playing Wii Bowling, yeah. and we wanted to draw a little, one of them little things on your forehead, yeah. one of them little red things on your forehead, you wouldn't let us do it. <laughs> so you won't wear one of them either. What do they call those things Bindi. on forehead? Bindi. Why wouldn't you wear a bindi last week? Because that's not part of my culture either. But why wouldn't you wear one just for fun for a bit? Because it's not part of my culture, and, and we would put one on as well. What I'm saying well, that's is, up to you, but I... we said we put bindies on. It was only with a, like a pink marble. Yeah, just because it just because it was in pink highlighter, it doesn't <laughs> mean it's not real. Yeah, no, it does. That's we could have all wore one. Well, anyway, it's nice to see you both. Good but, to see you too. Let's do a podcast. Yay! You've um, you've made your house look all nice. Well, just had a bit of a tidy up, you know. You've not, no, not so much a tidy up. You've had a tidy up and you've kind of improved it. You've put a picture up. I have. <laughs> Over put there. A I can't, picture. Is that your eldest? Yeah. That's nice, that picture up there. It is. That you've got some more pictures up on your shelf and the iron's gone. The iron's gone. You've put loads of books up. A couple. It's like you're back on your feet. Well, I just... No, well, I just... You, you've bought food. Like last week you had no money at all. You've bought food and stuff. But you, um, and your car's disappeared. I was <laughs> 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 just outside, your car's. I don't know if you know, but I couldn't uh, see your car when I was outside. I must have nicked it, yeah. Oh, and now you've got some money, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good, there you seem to be, um, you know. Well, no, yeah, but also I just got to the stage where I was getting to the point where there was so much mess around because I've been ignoring it. Um, you've I got just... some of the greats of English literature on your shelf there. I have. Some of the classics, like uh, 
the best of men behaving badly you've got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Office script, both Office volumes. Script. Yeah. Both volumes there, Roger. Doctor Who magazine. Yeah. So, uh, so that's good. So you've got yeah. you know, an, an extensive... Extensive. I've library there. Grimm's, Grimm's fairy tales there. Is it an original or is it a rehash? Paperback. It's paperback. So. But is it like when they were bad? Because you can get lots of different versions of Grimm's fairy tales and you should seek out the ones that have, haven't been edited over the years. Oh, I didn't know Because they're really quite ruthless a lot of them. They're really quite adult a lot of them. Right, okay. And over the years they've been sort of edited to make them more child friendly and stuff. A bit like yourself. Okay. And um, yeah, and so, so it's, it's good to get a, uh, you know, a... Uh, an, an uncut copy. Oh, well, I'll have a look. Can. I'll find out. I don't well, know. you know, these are the priorities first. And you've got the office scripts. The office scripts, yep, they're there. You just are. quite good. Well, you got that. I, I, I don't really understand. I like the office. I'm a big fan of the office. Yeah. I really, really like it. But I don't really understand the thing of having scripts. Well, yeah. When you've got the DVDs and stuff. Well, also, I, say, I, don't I don't think... Shut up. And also, <laughs> I don't think that the office lends itself particularly to scripts. No, it doesn't. I got bought that as a Christmas present once yeah. and was kind of disappointed with it. It's yeah, a well, it's I, a nice gesture. I didn't have the DVDs, so, um, right. but I actually got those because... See, now I find that more sad. I find <laughs> it more sad that you have to sort of act them out in your head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I couldn't afford the Rather DVDs. Rather than sort of chilling out on no, the sofa. you sock puppets. <laughs> I, find it, I do, I find that quite sad that you're like... Ooh, Tim, look, here's Gareth coming now. Yeah. Hello, hello. That's, that's, that's exactly how I do it as well. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, no, I actually bought those because um, a couple of years ago I was going to go on, uh, laughingly, uh, Celebrity Mastermind. And, and, and this is true, and The Office was my, my specialised oh, subject. Why no, this is absolutely true. What? You haven't even got the DVDs. <laughs> no, how can it be a specialist subject? Well, because what it was was at the time. Have I... you seen it? Have you actually watched it? Yeah. You didn't just get the scripts at a car boot sale and go, I could do that. No. I, in a way, I'm a genius of this. No. <laughs> no, at the time. This is my best subject. No, it wasn't. It wasn't my first choice of best subject. What was your first choice? Star so, um, Trek. My, no, my first choice was. Uh, I, I said to them, "Well, you know, give me an area within Shakespeare that you want me to that, that hasn't been done, because obviously someone's done the history." But bear in mind that I've only read Romeo and Juliet, and I've only read half of that. But they looked into that and they said, "Well, actually, it's pretty much been covered in the previous series and and in the." The, what was then going to be the current series of the non-celebrity mastermind. Right. Um, so I said, okay, well, Was this their way of trying to get you on that? On what? The non-celebrity mastermind. <laughs> well, I, I think I'd be underqualified for that. Well, you didn't end up on the programme anyway, did you? No, exactly. So, um, so anyway, so because they, they cancelled, they, they were going to do 11 and ended up only doing 10, and the one that I was in was the one that coincided <laughs> number 11. You made, you made that sound as if you were in episode 11, and they just went, oh, we're going to do 10, so... No, that is number, what happened. We're not going to do number 11 now. What probably happened was, they had a meeting and went, should we just not do that one where we're just having all the Ferreras on? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. I should I, we just I, not do that one? Because I'm not... To be honest with you, I think we were all drunk when we said we'd do it. I think, I think that was a joke that got left on a memo. Well, that could have been what happened. I, did, I mean, at the time, it didn't bother me, because um, I got paid anyway, so it's cool. Did you? How much did you get? Oh, I don't know if I should say. Fuck it, be crass, come on. Um, no, I don't... You got six grand for Blankety Blank. Well, that's only because they had to book me twice. Why? Because they cancelled... Under your name and under your real culture name? No, because they, <laughs> they cancelled they cancelled it once, and I was there, I was booked to do Why did they cancel it? Because Paul... Because you turned up? No, because Paul wasn't well. Paul... O'Grady. Lily Savage on Blankety Lily Blank. Lily Savage wasn't well. Did I say about the time I stood on Paul O'Grady's dog? No. I did it at TV Centre. Why? Because they recorded it at the BBC, yeah, you know, it's not a BBC yeah. show. Um, and I was there for a casting, and his dog was just yapping about the place. I, c- I couldn't even see him, I just saw this dog come running past me. I didn't do it on purpose, but as, as I just turned, there, this... And I stood on his dog, and he gave me a fucking proper look. Well, I'm not surprised if you stood on his dog. It's TV centre, it's not a fucking zoo. You know, oh. dog's just wandering about the place, yapping and stuff. I didn't go up and stamp on it. Well, but even so, I but mean... I wish know. I had, because that would have been funny as well. No, well, that's funny though. You've got a thing about cruelty to animals, yeah, haven't you? you? You've just yeah. What have you had? I killed a squirrel once. <laughs> oh my life! I did honestly, and do you know what? I, the other day, did you it, eat it? Last night, no. Last night or the night before? You can't go around killing animals unless it's for food. Can you be quiet? <gasps> last night or the night before? It was the night before. I was staying at my friend Cheryl's house, and um, she lives sort of in countryside area. And I was I was leaning on the window because yeah. I like that. I like to lean on windows and look out and stuff. <laughs> I re- no, I really, really do. But it's hard. Was up. the window attached to a building, or was it just like a frame they had Don't nearby? Be a <laughs> <laughs> right, because it's really high up, so I was leaning on the window, and I really like that. 
Although a bat came really close to my face at one bit and really scared me at the night time. Oh, wow. Um, and that ruined it a bit because I was quite relaxed and the bat came and ruined it. But I was looking down at this, uh, some squirrels and, and, and I still don't feel guilty about it at all. Because when I was move, moving house a few years ago, when I used to live down this way yeah. in London, in East Dulwich it was, and I lived in this little like loft flat. It was quite nice, but it was too small and it was too shit. But it was alright as a sort of kind of a bachelor pad for a little bit. And I'd moved loads of my stuff yeah. to the new house. I just left some little bits down. I was like, oh, look, I'll come back and get them tomorrow. And then when I went back the next day, I'd left one of the windows open. And I went to the toilet. And I looked in the toilet and there was like a, like a mound of stuff. I was like, oh, that's, it looked like mould, really. I was like, God, that's happening at night. That's really weird. So I put the lid down, flushed the toilet, <laughs> right? Lifted the lid up and there was a squirrel just like doing his hands. You know, like on the advert with the BO thing. And at the what? end, the squirrel's clapping. <laughs> It was in the advert when they got the golfer. Are you following this, Ed? Yeah, he drowned a squirrel in the toilet. Yeah, the, but in, in the advert, there's a golfer keeps lifting his arms up and all the crowd faint and stuff. Oh, and then at the end, yeah, of it, yeah, the squirrel yeah, clapping. Yeah, right, well, that yeah, squirrel, yeah. at the end, how it's doing it... Was it that one? It gives me nightmares. That squirrel that, gives that, you nightmares? That gives me nightmares because that's exactly what it was like. And then, I'm, do you know what I did? I slammed the lid down on the toilet and never went in there again. <laughs> I got the rest of my stuff from the house and left it and never went back. Right. And I phoned the estate agents the next day and told them what had happened. But I can't imagine that squirrel make, made it. So not only did I probably kill it, I probably gave it a long and torturous death. Right, I'm sorry, I'm really confused. But it now. shouldn't have been in my What's toilet. What's this to do with you leaning out? What if I had gone in and not looked and sat down? Imagine but you if I sat down. Raj, that's really insensitive because you know that I haven't got a name. <laughs> So that'd be fine with a normal person. You know that I trapped mine between two skateboards when I was little. <laughs> it's a bit pointless, isn't it, doing letters when you've got, like, yourself sorted out now? Well, I'm not completely sorted. I still need You're not work. famous, are you still not? No, I still need work. You're going to be famous tonight. Yeah. Me and you are doing a gig together. Together. And this is my first... Not paid, Ed. This no. is my first paid work for about six months, I think. How exciting. So, yeah. Me fun. and Ed are doing a gig together tomorrow. Yay. That's hey. quite nice. I'm going to gig with you tonight, Raji. Yeah. Ed's coming watching. I'm going to gig with Ed tomorrow. And you're going to you're gonna come and watch me? Uh, no, I can't make it. Oh, Ed's coming watching yeah. tonight. Yeah. Sorry, Ed. Hmm. Um, well, it'll be nice. We're doing the quiz tonight. Yeah. We me are. And you. Comedy pub, celebrity pub. Quiz. And which one are you? I'm the... Pub! You're pub. <laughs> um, so look, so well, we're still going to try and get you famous. Yeah, please. And I thought, uh, in, a, in a sense, we should just go back to the well. Like, for example, the other week when I wrote to EastEnders for you. Yeah. That didn't work out. Have you not heard anything? I've not... I'll be honest with you, Raji. I've heard nothing from any of these letters at all. <laughs> and I'm really quite surprised. But literally not a word. I thought I'd have at least got like a standard response, but nothing. Oh. Um, but let's see how this one goes. Okay, what's this Now, one? your standard of writing has improved uh, in this letter, I think. Because you know, it's like... It's probably Sorry, my what? Your standard of writing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, shall we just go for it? Go on then. I'll what, just read it for you. What is it? Oh, go on then. Now, don't be saying you don't want to do this. This is your problem. I don't want you turning it down All right. if this comes off. I think I'm almost at the stage where I'm, I'm quite happy to say if any of these ideas, if you get any response back, I guarantee I'll do it. Right. Okay. <laughs> I think you would do this. Okay. I've not gone down the traditional route for it. That's what I'm saying. Right. Okay. Right. You ready? Yeah. Ready? Yep. Dear Reg from the Bill. <laughs> oh, no. Hello, Raji James here. Remember me? I played that policeman that time in the Bill like you still do. I hope you'll forgive me using your character name, but I've forgotten your real one. <laughs> I tried remembering it. I think I came close a few times. At the moment, I want to say Paul Gad. Is that right? Please don't worry if this isn't your real name. The reason that it is that I have decided to write down a letter to you is... <laughs> I wanted to see if you would remind the director of the bill that my character is still alive and so would be able to return literally any time. It is important that you stress that I can do it any time, Paul. I have literally nothing to do. <laughs> Hang on, the bloody doorbell's going now. Stay there. Right, I'm back again. <laughs> it was bloody children doing knock and run. <laughs> Honestly, Paul, sometimes I wish I was a real policeman so I could arrest them and put them in jail. I mean, where are the parents? It's all changed these days, hasn't it? When I was their age, <laughs> I wasn't doing knock and run. Actually, thinking about it, 
when I was their age, I'd been kidnapped by my dad and taken back to Africa. Uh, I... <laughs> that, that's not funny. Stop it now. Ed. Oh. Right, right. It was all okay in the end, though. Don't worry. Unless you count that time I got run over, that definitely wasn't okay. <laughs> ha ha. But it was in the end. What are you? Anyway, oh. if I can't be a real policeman, then I'd just I'd be just as happy being a pretend one on telly. Okay. Perhaps I could take the uniform home and do both. <laughs> Although it wouldn't be a real jail I'd put the children in. It'd just be my toilet. <laughs> anyway, again, nice speaking to you, Paul. I know we haven't actually spoken here. But sometimes when I'm writing letters, I just make up in my head what the other person would say. What's that, Paul? Ha ha. Yes, you're right. I am a bloody nutter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep in touch like we said we would ten years ago, yeah? <laughs> Love, Roger James. P.S. Was that thing in the paper that time true? About you dressing up in all bondage stuff for sexing? I sort of hope not. No offence, Paul, but I just don't think you could pull it off. Brackets, the look I mean. Not your penis, oh, the fucking doorbell's going again. <laughs> well, that's your one for this week, then, Roger. What do you reckon? Yeah, fine. Um, the, the, thing, the thing that's slightly worrying is that I know that Jeff will read it. Um, Paul. Paul Gad. Jeff will read it. Um, so well, I've sent that to Paul Gad. <laughs> I thought you sent it just to Reg from the bill. No, I've sent, well, on the, I put that on the letter, but on the front of the envelope, I put Paul Gad to make it, like, proper. Well, it's not going to go anywhere, then, is it? Is his name not Paul Gad? No, it's Jeff. Is there a postal strike in Cambodia? Does he live in Cambodia or not? No. I've sent it to the wrong place. Who have you sent it to? Paul Gad in Cambodia. <laughs> Why have you sent it to Paul, Paul Gad? Paul Gad, the place where the jails are, because that's where the police work. <laughs> Cambodia, I've put I've read it. Hold on, you said Paul Gad's Gary Glitter. Well done, that didn't take long for you to get that one, did it? So you've sent a letter <laughs> to do with the bill yeah. to Gary Glitter, yeah. and in it you've referenced me getting children and putting them in my toilet. Yeah, isn't it terrible that I'm wasting his time like that? <laughs> oh, I'm, you, you're, you're almost guaranteed a response there. <laughs> <laughs> Roger. Yes. Do an impression for me now. What of? Anything. Um, Do an impression of a, of a car. Brum, brum, brum. Why? So, <laughs> so Roger, now you've sold your car. Yeah. How are you going to get about? What are you going to do? I'm going to buy another car. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just, just that? Is that what but you're going to walk around the street doing that? Oh, all right. I suppose, <laughs> I suppose that counts in a way. Ed, what have you prepared? Um, well, Roger, you know, we've been trying to make you more famous, obviously. Yeah. I feel like we need to go back to basics, because the whole point of fame is that a lot of people know you. Okay. Is it working? Well, you've not had any responses yet, have you? The like, whole point of being famous is that people know you. Are no. you getting recognised more, though, since we've been doing this? I haven't been out. It's so more people know you, but I think we're going to have to go back to basics and just widen your friend circle okay. so you have more friends than just us. Right. Okay, so what In I've a done... way, we're not even your friends. But I have lots of friends other than you. Oh, yeah, no, you don't. Ted. Ted. You've got Ted, haven't you? Right, I'm just, go on. Just do what but you're doing. To be quite honest, I don't think you're going to find many friends in the outside world. Right. So what I've done is, is I've found some prisoners in America. Oh, right. right to. You've you actually done this, have you? Yeah. We said a few weeks ago. That yeah, I thought you weren't going to do it. I befriend thought friend some just... prisoners. So I've found my favourite ones, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out their personal ad from the internet. They have personal ads? Yeah, they do. And we, then I'm going to read From prison? Out... Before we do this, can we just say as well, if anyone's listening to this and goes, oh, this is a bit, yeah. it's what? a bit weird, it's a bit out of order, you know, to be using, somebody's incarcerated, you yeah. know, to be for humour, like making fun of them and that. Let's just remember that if they hadn't done anything wrong, they wouldn't be in prison. So they deserve all they get. That's very, very true. All right, if they hadn't beaten up a granny's face that was purple, Does it and say what the local paper. No, the thing is, I had to go through alphabetically by name, because they didn't do it by crime. Yeah, they can't. Uh, 
Did they tell you the crime they've done? Uh, yeah, this first guy does, yeah. Brilliant. Um, I think they have to volunteer it, though. Right, OK. Right. Yeah, they, I think they do, yeah. And it's also very bad... It's very bad um, if you have to go in to visit prisoners. Yeah. So I once did some work in prisons, doing right. uh, sort of theatre stuff in prisons. It was very wanky, but it was years and years ago. Um, in proper tough prisons as well. Um, but it's very bad etiquette to ask. OK. shouldn't say, you know, have you, have you killed someone? Right. I found that out the hard way. Did you? <sighs> okay. Right, Ed. Okay, Raji. Yeah. So this is the first chap I found you. Right. Okay. There were women on offer, but I just thought it'd be better if you made friends with some other men. Okay. Right. Does Raj friends. need to worry about writing to them? No, no, don't worry. I've done that. I'll read yeah, that that's out. They, they know what you think. No. I don't want you listen to this thing. You know what will I say? What will I say? It's already been done. Oh, no, you've yeah. you've actually written to them? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my okay. life. Okay. This Roll is the first off. chap. Okay. Right. And he says. <laughs> I've been locked up uh, six years on drug delivery and have four years left. There's a good chance I'm to be released in the next 18 to 24 months. I like poetry, pretty toes, sports. Pretty toes? Pretty toes. All sorts. Movies and cuddling, watching them over home-cooked meals. Quality time. Honesty is my best policy, so... Yeah, Hence him yeah. being in prison. Yeah. That's proven. So, off the muscle, no head g- games or lying to kick it tolerated. I don't even know what that means. Off the muscle? There's quite a lot of ghetto talk in both of these. It might be American. Yeah, I think okay. it's American talk. At the end of the day, when your makeup's stripped, you in an oversized t-shirt, I like to take you as is. <laughs> what? Do you I know what, Raj? That's my favourite. When you've had your makeup strips and, yeah. and, and, you, and you put one of my shirts on, yeah. that's my favourite bit. Just a nice rugby shirt that just covers up your You front. look lovely doing that. What is the... What? I find a woman sexy when she doesn't even try or knowing she's turning a cat on anyway. <laughs> turning a cat on? Anything can happen. Just like you, I'm uncertain what can develop. Basically, as of now, I'm looking for a friend, someone intriguing and exciting. I'm here to just listen. Sometimes tra- uh, traits people dear to us lack. Some what? Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> kind of Yoda speak. It's almost nonsense. <laughs> ears to confide, ears to confide in, and vice versa. If you do decide to get in depth and take it there, only you can create what you inspire. I love to smell women's fragrances on letters and pictures. Laughter is a must. From thrills, spills, hurts, and joys, I'm game. You do all these things, Roger. Yeah. What is this? All those things. Girls, spells, hurts, and joys. That's you, that. I like to pamper a female when she is deserving. I love to be catered to, too. Who doesn't on that vice versa tip? Well, he's going to be catered to in prison, isn't he? Not prison really. caterers. They have to do it themselves, really. Do they? Yeah. No, don't cook yourself. They slop up. I'm open minded, so don't stereotype me in a box. I'll do the same. Willing to learn, still feel you can. Remember what I said might be the man and must lead, but I can only go where the tracks are led. I think he was tired when he yeah. wrote this. <laughs> I think tired Sincerely. and emotional. Sincerely, Edward James. Edward yeah. James. Brilliant, so he's already got your name. <coughs> so he's also got Ed's name. And really, legally, we should probably bleep that, but we can't now, because okay. it's, it's Ed yeah. and Raji together. And this is what you've written, back to him. <laughs> oh, what have I written? <laughs> what have I written? <laughs> <laughs> What I love about this, what I love about all these letters is the fucking the fact that you you treat them as if you've got drunk one night and actually <laughs> written them. No. And you woke up the next morning going, oh my god, did I write to Reg from the fucking bill last night? I think I might have No, what I treat them like is the fact that you're sending these stuff and I know you actually are sending them. And with and it's, it's, it's with my name attached and so you're sending them as me. So there's people out there, well, don't there's people at ITV and there's people well, don't at fucking say who are thinking that I'm, I'm you having some kind of grateful little breakdown. shit. You I'm not grateful ungrateful. little shit. I'm just we saying. take the time and effort to write these letters to enclose a CV, to enclose your photo as well, oh, to no, enclose you your don't. home address. You don't do that. Well, I usually do a drawing of you. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, now... Like you wrote back to Edward Now, James. listen, listen. This, this will be a nice one because this is probably the only letter that we've written as you where you're mo- more coherent than the person <laughs> I'm writing to. Right, thank okay? you. To Edward James. Hello, you. My name is Raji James. How weird is that? Maybe we could start a club for people called James. I have my own treehouse and we could hang out and read comics. We wouldn't even have to kiss. I am sad that you're in jail for drug delivery. Oh, no. I used to do a sandwich delivery round once. I never went to jail for that, even though sometimes my sandwiches were just a bit of bread with tears on. 
No, they weren't. <laughs> I hear you like pretty toes. This may, this may be a problem with me, as I only have two on each feet, which is why I walk a bit like a gay with rickets. <laughs> what are you doing? That's offensive on two levels. <laughs> also, I'm sorry to see that you prefer it when a partner doesn't know when they're turning a cat on. I always know when I'm turning a cat on because it's hairy little Willy digs a machine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're sick. Oh, uh, set him off. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't stereotype you in a box. I only ask that you do the same because I will be probably living in one next month. I well hope you write back to me and then come live with me. We could play jail. The walls could be made from pillows, and I could make the bars out of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, right, like I could afford spaghetti. <laughs> we could act it all out like the Green Mile. I will be Tom Hanks, and you could be the big black man what I like. I'm not sure I know his name. Was it Mr. T? I think it was maybe Ainsley Harriet. Okay, bye, Edward James. Love, Roger James. Lovely. Now, you know what, Roger? Good for you. What do you mean, good for me? No, good for you, seriously, because even though you're 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 despair, you're at the bottom of the barrel, you know everything's gone wrong for oh. you, you're still reaching the hand of friendship out to that man who's in jail and probably really man, dangerous. The thing is, that and man... And it's lovely that you've sent him your home address. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you've, ex- you've extended the hand of friendship to him, and you've said he can come and live at your house, and it, it'll, it'll probably leave jail, and he'll probably, he'll probably have nothing. But he's in he America, might, for a start. Well, in America, they often give you a little um, sum of money when you leave jail to get you back on the feet again. So he could use that, maybe. Maybe he could use that to get a ticket. <laughs> you get a ticket to come over, quite cheap flights, could come over here, he could come and live with you for a little bit. Nah, right. Well, you just... Oh, it's it just sounds disturbing. like he might bring it's you a present. It's just disturbing on too many levels. Why? Well, if you don't like that one... Right. ...then I've got you another one. <laughs> okay. And, and his can... name is Woo Price. And have you, have you written to this one as well? Yeah. Oh, gosh, here we go. It's all right, they're not in the same prison. They're not going to get jealous. But the other guy, actually, I was just saying, the other guy quite clearly was looking for a lady to write to him. You look a bit like a lady. Well, this one is as well, but we, don't worry, you've sorted that out in your response. And Roger can be a boy or a girl's name. Oh, my life. Okay, oh. this is this is Wu Price's personal ad. Get ready. Wu Price. And what he's done to hook you in, right, is he's not written like a normal person, lad. He's what? written a poem. Okay? He's written a poem. Can okay. we put a warning out before this? Yeah, it's a horrible poem. Um, yeah, but I know that the podcast is normally adult and all the rest of it, but please, this might stretch your boundaries of taste. Now, yeah. Ray, I want you to imagine, just as a, an extra thing, that you're a girl and oh. see if this attracts you to woo. Oh, I get turned on by weird things. Okay, I think, right. yeah. Okay, here's oh. the poem. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, my lyrics thought-provoking, you need to hear it. Believe in me like the Holy Trinity. I use metaphors, allegories, but that was a simile. It, it can be us until infinity. My rhymes, my rhymes evolve more complex than the latter. They ascend towards the divine on Jacob's ladder. I love big girls like Mel Gibson love Passion of the Christ. I admire your cellulite like warm liquor crave ice. What? No starving weight loss or diet plans. That's uncomfortable like divorce or diaphragms. <gasps> no way. A woman juicy, thick, plump, voluptuous. I love you, girl. You gained weight after your baby's birth. I love your baby fat. I want to spoil you. Have you in baby fat? God created you in his likeness and image. Celebrate your body image. If you gain weight, I'll probably thank you. When you're naughty, I'll probably spank you. Only if you permissive. Bad boy, I'm dominant, never submissive. Well endowed, even when flaccid. Let my protein fuse with your stomach acid. Oh, my giddy arms. No writer's block. My thought flow like Niagara. Blood hemorrhages to my phallus. No Viagra. My true story. A life of drug dealing, murders, events, real gory. Accurate depiction, never scripted. Decode me, message encrypted. Write me today, sincerely, woo. <laughs> wow. And you like that, apparently, because you put it in your letter. And I'm imagining being a woman, and I'm literally gaping. Oh, <laughs> that, that rhyme has opened me up. Roger, do you want to hear what you said back to him or not? Oh, have, I, have I replied as a <laughs> You poem? did it. It was you, Roger James from England. Go on. Right, okay. Oh. Hello, woo. <laughs> Nice to meet you. Is it nice to meet me? Why, thank you very much. Oh, please, you're so charming. 
What? This is probably the sort of thing what will happen when we meet up. The thing is, I'm a bit worried that you want to meet a white woman who are fat. I am the exact opposite. I weigh 40 pounds and I'm brown and I'm a boy, thank you very much. <laughs> Since reading your letter, I've been trying to put on a bit of weight. I, try, I tried eating loads of cereal, but this didn't help, so I stuffed the boxes up my jumper to make me look bigger. I looked a bit like a robot or a transformer or a square man. <laughs> so because of this, I'm going to try and convince you with a nice poem, like what you did on your bit of paper. It is clear that you're an artistic man, so I will speak to you in your language of verse. I'd speak to you in my language, but no one else speaks that apart from my mum and Apu from The Simpsons. <laughs> you are so horrible. You truly are. Here, here is my poem. I know you like big girls, but listen to me. It's time you had a man who looked like a pepperami. Oh. <laughs> Skinny and brown, knobbly not big. On my family tree, I look like an actual twig. <laughs> So come on, Woo, give me a chance. I can't think of a rhyme, blah, 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 France. <laughs> Write me soon, best friend. Love, Raji. P.S. If all else fails, I'll just whack a Lisa Riley mask on. <laughs> there you go. Brilliant. That's truly horrible. No, you're Why? giving home to people, Raji. No. That's... That bloke's in jail, and yet he's so talented. I don't care about the people, those people. <laughs> he's, got, he's got such talent with his rhymes, oh. and he's in jail. Well, he's so isn't, that, isn't that just Thatcher's Britain all over? <laughs> well, no, because he's in America for a start. He wasn't in jail and in America. He could be Poet Laureate. Yeah. With those sorts of things about stomach acid and protein. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And when he comes round here, when he... Because he's not, he's not in for much longer, that one, is he? Is that no, right? uh, no is he that shouldn't that be in for that much longer. He's not in an awful lot longer. So when he turns up here, because he's got your dress, you can maybe just lie on his lap and, and he'll do poems for you. Beyond Two more poems. friends for Raji. I love the idea of that bloke coming round here and fattening you up. <laughs> I love that. I'm, I'm you know like that fat out. women in the feeders, that programme was on that time, about American men that used to feed up women to make them massive. I love the idea of him coming around here. Much as I love you, I love the idea of him coming around here, taking you hostage in your own in your own house, and just force feeding you stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and you ringing me going, come around, come, come get me, please come get me, put in my mouth again. Hey, Raji. What? Right. I was in a shop the other day, right? Yeah. And you know you get eight ball? Yeah. An eight ball. What's an eight ball? That's the thing that answers questions, but it doesn't actually You shake it up. Yeah, and a random thing. And it gives you that yes, no, maybe, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And right, and they started doing them, like themed ones. Right. There was some, there was one there that was high school musical. I don't know what, I think it's a film. Okay. Right. Or something. They had, it's like a Grease ripoff, isn't it? I don't know what it is. I've got no idea. They had a high school musical eight ball. Okay. They had a normal eight ball. And they had a Raji eight ball. No, they didn't. The other one was that. <laughs> That's a Raji eight ball. What have you done? Look at the Monica Raji eight ball there. <laughs> and what's brilliant about it? It speaks. What have you done? It speaks in your voice. So, so you answer the questions. I think it's going to be a bestseller. <laughs> this, I think this will make loads of money. And I'm made up that you've got this on the market. It's brilliant. So, if you want to, do you want to ask it a question, Roger? Okay. What question do you want to ask it? Um, no, I was going for a simple one. Um, am I going to get a paid job this month? Okay. Can I speak English? <laughs> <laughs> That's... Right, that's, well, that's... That's kind of beyond That's not very ridiculous. helpful, is it? It's <laughs> not very helpful. That's beyond ridiculous. Um, I'll ask you a question now. <laughs> um, is my car... Good, I'm worried about this. Is my car going to be alright not having a service before I go and do them gigs in Scotland next week? No, speak English. Oh, <laughs> this is... <laughs> How have you made well, that? What help <laughs> is that to anyone? That's no, I thought this was a brilliant invention. Anything, any questions for it? Yeah, uh, will the Raji 8 ball sell well? No, speak English. <laughs> right, stop this. Stop it now. You're, you're being completely and utterly ridiculous now. Fuck off, Raji. You would buy that. I've invented a brilliant thing there. That just constantly replies with no speaking English. <laughs> We 
we didn't do our religion thing because we settled that thing about doing religions. Um, we, had, we only got as far as Scientology and then stopped doing it. Right. And um, yeah. I think the reason that we stopped doing it might be a subconscious thing because they passed that religious whatever it is. That oh, you said yeah. about that. Yeah, that's right. They released, they released this law last week. They passed it where you can't slag off religions and stuff. Yeah. But I've looked into it a little bit further. It's not that you can't slag them off. It's that you can't um, incite hatred towards them. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, just want to say that I really like Scientologists. <laughs> Don't really agree with their opinion, but they should be entitled to have it. Yeah. Could start a hugger Scientologist campaign. Why? Well, because then you're not inciting violence, are you? You're inciting hugging. What if in their culture and their religion they consider that to be violent? Oh, well, actually, we'd need to look that into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay could, so don't well, don't Raji, start hugging could, Scientologists. If until you could checked. between now and next week look that into that, then that would <laughs> yeah. be really helpful. Yeah, we'll check. Um, but we've done some research, or Ed has, because uh, remember we mentioned Satanism yes, the yeah. other week. We wanted to find out about Satanism, and Ed's printed these sheets out. I've got to say, can't find a bad word to say about it, really. No, I was properly into it when I was reading about it. It's, uh, so okay. think of these, Raji, these are the nine satanic statements. I don't know if these, this is like Ten Commandments or whatever. Because okay. there's also the eleven satanic rules of the earth. Right. So it's like they've deliberately not done the Ten Commandments. Yeah. <laughs> but they've got it decided with. Right, right. So we'll rattle through these see what you think. The nine satanic statements. One, Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Good or bad? That's no, okay. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Um, two, Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Okay, yeah. Three, Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. My understanding. Four, Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on ingrates. Okay, get that. Alright. You see, right, the point of the section, Raj, isn't for me to say a load of sentences and you go, yes, I understand that sentence. Right. It's more sort of like a, you know, it's kind of a, a spur onto discussion, maybe. Yeah, I know. Not, but I yeah, I get it. No, but I, I get it. We can't discuss the religion until you... Because you, you both have read all of this. I've not. Well, you've just said... You, I've read bits of it. Well, you said you can't find anything you disagree right, okay. with in it. Right, okay, here we go. Right, so you'll like this. I have no now idea you'll like this, you'll like this, Raji. Raji, Raji, you'll like this. I'm listening. Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. Okay, that's... First, like, yeah, I understand that. I understand Six. it, but I Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. Don't fully understand Look that. at his face! <laughs> Don't fully understand Shall I read it again? Yeah. Satan represents <laughs> responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. Now, don't let vampire throw you off. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm trying to think what a psychic vampire, kind of, in what way that would manifest itself, so... Probably have a black K-pop, wouldn't it? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> like teeth and that. Seven. <laughs> Only at night, though, not in the daytime. Shrivel up if it came out in the daytime, wouldn't it? <laughs> what I love about this is you're now currently imagining Darren Brown dressed as Dracula. <laughs> is Darren Seven. Brown a Satanist? <laughs> Seven. Satan. Satan represents man as just another animal. Sometimes better, more often worse. Than those that walk on all fours, who, because of his divine spiritual intellectual development, has become the most vicious animal of all. Okay. Saying that we're all. Yeah. We're all animals underneath. Animalistic. I guess that's true. Hush comes to shove. I guess that's true. We all fuck shit and eat. Eat, shoot, and leave. <laughs> I don't want to attention to that. I want that to be my own little thing. Just so you feature me and I can say, Do you remember that day in the podcast? Where Raji said, eat shoots and leaves for no reason other than the fact that it was phonetically similar to what Ray said. <laughs> Eight, Satan represents all of the so-called sins as they all lead to physical, mental or emotional gratification. Oh, this is going to be a bit more interesting. I like, so is that saying that that's a positive thing or a negative thing? I don't, Satan represents all of the so-called sins. What are the, what are the sins, Raji? Epigenesis is the seven deadly sins. I don't know what all of them are. Well, choose. Have a go. Remember them. Greed, envy, lust. Dopey, dry. <laughs> it's sloth alright? Well, at times, obviously, yeah. Well, of course, it's alright, yeah. yeah. What's your next one? Envy. Envy, is envy alright? Sometimes envy. you can't help it. Why? You can't help it. Well, it's not It's not an admirable quality, but yeah, you can't help it. If me and I started alert. kissing now, you'd be well jealous. <laughs> and you wouldn't be able to stop yourself from being jealous. I don't know if jealous would be the You word. get jealous when me and I just play on the Wii and you're not invited. Even though it's your Wii. I quite like, <laughs> I quite like it when you play on the Wii. It gives me some peace, which you is quite nice. nice. I'm hoping that you have a little sleep while we play on the Wii later on. Excellent. Yeah, I can draw that bindi on your head. <laughs> <laughs> For the gig tonight. But you won't let me do. No. Um, okay, so what's the other ones? Uh, greed. Greed? Greed's alright, isn't it? I get, well, I guess I'm hungry, I want some more! Yeah, see, so that. 
I think I think all of these things are kind of all right in a normal sense, but it's when they're taken to excess that that's when they become a deadly sin. But everything taken to excess. Well, that's the point, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so excess is. Mm. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. But all of the sins are actually human qualities that are kind of okay in you know. Would you argue? I mean, they, essentially, they lead to like sort of physical, mental, and emotional gratification, don't they? I don't know that they all do. Oh, which ones don't? Well, I don't know that envy would get you to gratification because isn't the thing of envy is the fact that you haven't got something. It may right. spur you on to get that thing, though. Oh, I see. Right. Well, this is what I'm trying to understand. Yeah. So, feeling envy would spur you on to then do whatever it requires you to do to get the thing that could you Could do. I see. That's kind of a downside. It could spur you on to clean your wife. Well, it's all ups and downs, isn't it? Yeah, it's chicken and egg. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, what are the other ones? I don't know what the other ones are. Uh, we're Come on, Raj. You've seen seven. And gluttony's one, because it's different to greed. I think, to be honest with greed, you... Greed can be sort of... Um, it's like hungriness for a sort of like money or things. Right, gluttony specifically yeah. food, isn't it? Right, yeah, okay. specifically like a physical satisfaction. Right, okay. you, you could be a glutton for cock, Raji. <laughs> well, it appears that I'm currently being a glutton for be. punishment. So. No, you could be. But no, that's different. That's greed. You're greedy for punishment. You're a glutton for cock. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, it's literally any hell will do, isn't it? You're a dirty little spunk glutton, Raji. Dirty boy, naughty man. <laughs> okay, great. Nine, final one. Satan has been the best friend of the church. Sorry, the best friend the church has ever had, as he has kept it in business all these years. See, now that's the first time they're referring to Satan as a as a, a person, as it were, as a, an actual. Yeah, but within the realms of the church, within the realms of Christianity, so, uh, so as an as an idea is what they mean. As an idea, yeah. Right, right. But as it, because the Christian church thinks uh, Satan's an actual entity, so. Right. Well, let's not worry about that. Let's do the eleven summit rules of the earth. Please don't put up. And a lot of their statements as well, rather than commandments. Yeah, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very quick, they're all quite short. Ready? One, do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. Well, I do that all the time. Two, anyway. Raji, do not give opinions or advice unless you're... You're fucking, you're never going to... We're never going to make a Satan oh, sell you. I was just <laughs> saying that I do that you anyway. You have to be a stupid grand Melly master forever. <laughs> Two, do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. Well, I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm Brilliant. Just... Three, right. when in another's lair... Show them respect, or else do not go there. Or I can rephrase that, that thing if you like. When you're at Ray's house, stop fucking breaking things. Okay. Well, doesn't that mean we're not allowed to come around to Raji's to record the podcast anymore? Well, no, That's we, true. We show him respect. You don't show me respect. Raji, the only reason we're doing the podcast here is because you've not got a car. If you sort your life out, we can do it somewhere proper. <laughs> Four. If a guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. Oh, that's harsh. I'm for... Actually, no, I'm... Literally sold on this. Yeah, there's one. There's one further down. That's I'm really, sold that's on this. really harsh. I mean, without mercy. I mean, someone could do something by mistake, like Fuck, you know, this, sleepwalk, this. and they might step on a box. What, like you did in my house? Yeah. And break <laughs> the box forever. But what's yeah. the word? And then somehow, during that sleepwalking, go from the box to the other side of the room and break a Darth Vader helmet. I didn't break it. You threw it onto the ground, right? I didn't it was throw scratched. It, onto the ground. it got scratched. It wasn't a cheapo one. It's a proper master replica one. I didn't touch it. Fucking thousand pound down the drain because you can't keep sleep. <laughs> Six. I oh know. Five. Do not make sexual advances unless you're given the mating signal. Is there a specific mating signal? No. Well, do they no, tell, you, do they tell well, you what it is? No, no. Don't touch me. There isn't a mating signal. Right, Roger. That's a no. I've got yes, that one. Yes, carry, yeah, yes, that. yes. Yes, yes. You'll know that for future, Roger. Yeah. yeah. I, I like this. Do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved. Wow. This is That's a big I fucking love this. <laughs> it's, a like, it's a bit like the fellow who took my car. It's like what? It's like the fellow who took my car. He gave you money for it, Raji. Yeah, but no, but that's, it was a burden to me, so he's taken it and I'm relieved. Seven, acknowledge the power of magic Ooh. if ah. you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. But how can you deny the power of magic if you've called on it with success? But surely by calling because it, that's the whole self-deceit thing. That's what it's saying. Thing, yeah. If you right, do that, it? yeah, it links back to the self-deceit right. in, the, in the statements. See, thank you for explaining it properly. Whereas he was about to actually just have a go at me for being I stupid. I wasn't. I was going to just explain to you. If you were saying like, say it was karma that you met me and uh, me and Ed, karma. All right. Say it was karma, and I don't mean the shit band. <laughs> right, say it was karma that you met me and Ed, right? Yeah. And as a result of that, because of the snowball effect. You went on to get the best job in the world. You were in you know, a Hollywood movie and got an Oscar and stuff. Yeah. If when you won the Oscar and all that sort of thing, you went, hey, I did all this myself, I did it all myself. Right. Do you get so what that, I mean? That would be so, denied. So, 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 or, like, or you did some sort of one of them spells out of your culture. 
Yeah. Uh, like and just put a little doll down with like Raji face and then gave it loads of money um, and then you got loads of money directly after that. You can't then say, oh, it's got nothing to do with the spell. The spell didn't work. So, but I don't think it, you would be forbidden to take what we've given you and run off uh, and screw us over completely. Yeah. That's all right. I think. Why is that you, all right? You still got to acknowledge that it was, that it did happen. That it did happen. But does it work the other way then? So if I acknowledge, so oh, say, who cares? Because it's about indulgence, isn't it? So eight. You just do something for yourself. Raji, eight. Right. Do not complain about anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. I'm joking. Right. Okay. Do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. So stop fucking whining about being on the podcast and us bullying you because you could just not be here. Yeah. Nine. And this is the only. One, this, I think this is the only one from the eleven that I disagree with. Uh, nine. Do not harm little children. No. <laughs> Ten, do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for your food. You said that earlier, didn't you? Yeah, I did, right. I did get that. Well, when you were talking about killing the squirrel, and I said, well, did you eat it? And you went, no. Because that's... that's I think, but I didn't kill it deliberately. No, I know that. I mean, but, but it was just, I was scared. I was actually just Well, that's scared. the next one is about squirrels in toilets, right? Is it? Is that yeah. specifically about yeah. that? Eleven, final one. When walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers this you... This is my favourite one, by the way. The way this one ends okay. is brilliant. Oh, fucking hell, it is as well. Ready, Raji? When walking in open territory... Bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask him to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's it. If he does not stop, destroy him. Oh, that's a bit like that. Um, I say to this. Be- uh, between the start I of the section. Did look into signing wow. up when I went on the website. Between the start yeah. of the section and the end of it, I'm a sailor. That do you know? Th- there's a lot of that 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 I would say is actually common sense. That's brilliant. The, the only bits of it that I kind of would have a little bit of a thing with is the bit where words more than three syllables. With no mercy. <laughs> when it says about doing things with no mercy and that bit at the end, destroy him. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, what? Yeah, but it doesn't what say. What kind it, of form does that take? It doesn't do say go I mean? out and destroy them. It says go out, don't bother people. If someone starts bothering you, ask them to stop. Yeah. If they carry on bothering you. Fucking destroy them. Yeah, but that's what I mean. What's the degree of destroy? I mean, okay, say that happened to you. Yeah. How would you picture that? What would you? I get. I. I. What I'd do. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've been walking about. I'm not even bothering anyone. Or not. Not like not even saying nothing to no one. And then bloke would come up and start bothering me. I say, hey, can you stop doing that now? Right. And then he'll keep doing it. And I get. I'll have like a, like a knife. <laughs> it's a knife, right? With like a breveled edge. Right, on one side, but on the other side as well, it's just a dead sharp one, right? Oh, we know. And, and in, a, in a quick moment, it's slashing through the neck, and with a sharp edge, you won't even know it's happened. And he'll go, oh, what happened? And then he'll feel wet, all, like warm wet, all going down his chest. And I'll, be, I'll just be looking him in his eyes, uh, right? And then I'll ram the, the scrapey bit, yeah. right, right up through the middle of his tummy, up to, right up his chest, and, and then through his chin, and up past his mouth and his nose, and cut his head in half. And, it, and even as his head falls apart, both his eyes will look shocked. <laughs> right. See, <I> think that... <laughs> that's how I'd do it. I think that might be taking You asked me, Raji, what I'd do. Hey, it says there, real seven, don't judge people. You didn't say that. <laughs> So what are you going to do to make it better? Uh, well, I've got um, urban legendy ghost story things. Now, yes. Before you do this, yeah. is it an urban legendy ghost story? Yeah. Or is it just something you've got out of the FHM book of true stories in your toilet? <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this isn't. Which, would, FH- which would appear, having just been up there to do a proper toilet, yeah, would appear to be where Ted's story came from. Oh, Raji. Well, I did say that I didn't know if it was true. But you said you got it on someone called Ted. Ted. Yeah, Ted. but I was trying to trying to make it so that it was personal. Well, do you know what? Well, then, if you're going to do that and then not tell us, then why not in future not have the book open on the page where the story is in your <laughs> toilet when we come round? Oh, that's not fair. That's, no, it's not fair. Said, you you told people. me to get stories. You didn't say that where they had to come from. So you shouldn't have used the poo as a bookmark, Raji. But don't lie. Don't lie. And no, say it's oh, not oh, that's not fair because I didn't lie because I did say no, that's no, where it was from. Well, look, is this? For, I didn't is, say it on the. Is the story you're doing now frightening or not? Have you got a ghost story and an urban legend? Well, they're kind of, they're now, interestingly, uh, Probably one, one of each. That's what he said. Right. So that's not interesting. But no, what I was going to say then... You're was, just confirming what I asked. No, sorry, what I was going to say then, but then I realised that one of them isn't. Well, look, either you're a scary one or you're a legendary one. 
Uh, which do, which would you prefer? Well, I don't know either of them. So well, I can't do, you want, choose, but, do you want scary one first? Do you want scary or do you want urban legend? How, how long are they? Short. All right, time to get legend one now. Right, urban legend is there's two lovers. They're in lovers' lane. Yep. And they're snogging in their car. Yep. And on the radio, they hear that there's this madman killer out there, and that he likes to torment people. Oh, this isn't the scary one, no. No. No, it's fine. No. Uh, and the way it's scary one, this though. is the urban legend one, yep. and the way that he he, he, he can be easily recognised is he has a hook for a hand, <laughs> and he likes to torment people with his hook and scratch them up and cut them up and let them die slowly. Oh. So upon hearing this, these kids panic because on the radio it says that he's attacking people in lovers' lane type places. So these kids panic car, they drive. They're already in the car, but they you know sort themselves out. They drive home, mm-hmm. and then only when they get out of the car do they notice a the hook on the door handle. Really, you see, and that's that. That's the urban legend. Apparently, it's never happened. And where, where, where is Lovers Lane? I don't. I, well, I, I read this story on the internet, and it said it was a sort of an American. You know what, Ed? Story. So, America, so Lovers Lane, America. Yeah. So, if anyone wants to visit that, Lovers yeah. Lane, Lovers America. Lane, America, and the postcode is. So don't know. Zip code it would be. <laughs> okay, the zip code. Ed, is to be honest, a. I just consider that a relief that it's finished. Yeah. Okay. And let's just let it go. Okay. We have the scary one now, so we have spooky snaps. I have nothing to add to that story, Raji. Oh, no, that right, be... so your scary story. So let's prepare ourselves for the scary one. Right. Because it's getting nearer to Halloween, isn't it? Yeah, now... I can't wait till we do a podcast for Halloween. Well, Halloween interestingly podcast. enough, yeah. this is this is an actual Halloween-y themed Has it started? story. Well, could do. Well, well we haven't got our stuff yet. I'll get your snacks. Sorry. Right, okay. So, got frightening. Got this. Because last week we had um, what's the scary snack? Jaffa cake, spooky cake bars, didn't we? Yeah, Ed's got one. But we've got this week. Uh, we couldn't find that, so I've got minty Kit Kats. Yeah, minty Kit Kats. Minty Kit Kats. And I've got this. And it's Roger. What's that? Donut. Donut. <laughs> right. Well. Well, it's like it's got blood inside. Ah, well there you go. It's and green, good. green is it's mint, jam. and green is scary because monsters are green. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's not actually green though, is it? Roger, just tell your story, we're ready. Pack it green, you uh, cunt. Okay. <laughs> right. Now this one, um, this is actually um, a thing that I received in my... I think this is off. I received this in my email, because um, it's like one of these... Um, it tastes like toothpaste! Sort of uh, pyramid email things that goes around saying you've got to send it on to five people, otherwise bad luck will befall you. Yeah. And before, it all... Before, before, before you. Before you. Before you. And it all stems around a photo. For that, it's going to be you, isn't it? And it all stems around a photo. And I, oh. I, I, because I got this email, I then looked it up on the internet to see if there was other events of this happening and yeah, like other, other occurrences. And apparently, it's well, been going for many, yeah, many years. Right. <laughs> and basically, this one, one is a photo of a guy one, in bed in a hospital. Should I have another one? Yeah, in a joint one. Yeah. In the one, photo, underneath the bed. You can see this. Roger, can you start from the beginning? Roger, we missed the beginning. I've started now. We missed the beginning of it because we were Basically, it's a photo. No, what? Roger, wait, because we've got to overkick that first. Roger, wait, I don't know what guy you're on about. It's a photo. It's a guy in a photo. Oh, is it a ghost? No, not yet. Alright. And he's lying on a bed and it's obviously in a hospital. Roger! And, uh, I enjoy the stories when you tell them properly, not when you tell them rubbish. I'm trying to tell it properly, but you keep interrupting. Okay? So, um, anyway, he's lying on this bed in a hospital. These taste horrible things. And in the photo, Underneath the bed, I you can see this sort of shimmery figure. I don't know whose idea these were. Almost see-through figure of a dead woman. Right? Really and in the, the email, out. what it says is, is that this photo was taken um, after Sorry, the guy who's in the bed was in like a car they, accident in which he killed When they take a mould of your right? gums at the dentist. And when his brother <laughs> took the photo and got it developed, and you can see this like? figure underneath the bed. And it's believed... That this Roger, don't open my mouth because it looks like I'm eating poo. Roger, I feel like you're not listening to us. And, and ends up killing Roger. them. And what happened was that this Roger. boy who'd killed this woman I in the I don't know what this story's about. Then later died. Oh, I just know someone's died, so I don't know anything about it. And in the email, it says if you don't send the I feel like no one will be able to understand what we're saying your because you're talking address, over me. Then... Uh, you'll end Roger, up dying. you keep talking over me now. So that's quite scary, and apparently it always happens on, um, oh. on Halloween. Tell it again. Here we go, that's the end. I think we'll have to cut loads of that. Probably. Yeah. Loads of what we recorded. There'll be lots of names beeped, I think. There's a very long section about Ian Huntley and what Raji would do to him. Yeah, horrific. Um, I think that'll probably end up getting cut. Borderline Nazi, what you were saying. Oh, okay. I'll go with that. 
Oh, good. Well, there you go. Good. That's a nice little controversial statement to end the podcast on. So, we're all safe to this now. That's good. Well, yeah. 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 Well, let's check it a little bit more just to make sure that it's all right. I'm, I'm pretty much definitely in. Yeah, I'm in as well. I'm happy with those three sheets of A4. I'm happy to... Have but you said there was more bits, didn't you? There's the Satanic Sins. The Satanic Sins we haven't looked at. Do we know what they are? Um, it's all to do with self-deceit. But they're good as well. We'll do that next week. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll do... Maybe we should call it the Ray Peacock Satan Podcast from now on. Well, all right. Is that like corporate sponsorship? If, if we're religious. But Raji, you have to dress up in red lycra and have little horns. Yeah. You happy for that, Raji? We'll see. We'll wait and see about that. <sighs> well, what religion do you want to be? Well, we haven't looked at them all yet, have we? Well, we've found one we like. Yeah. No, we don't get to Blackpool Pleasure Beach and say, well, let's just try Morecambe. What? You stay where you are and just go on it because it's good. Well, we'll let... You can't end up going to Morecambe it's all been knocked down, let, which is let, true. Let's... Let's just be careful, but so far, so good. So we'll wait and see, we've got the final bits of information for next week, and then we'll sign up if it's all looking good. The problem with this is, though, this is going to make parents stop their children listening to this podcast. Do you think children listen to this podcast? I, I, I know for a fact they do. Isn't this adult content, though? Of course, it? of course it is. This well, is the same as, it'll be all the same as those heavy metal trials they've had. Teens, lots so, of teens. What? Lots of teens listen to it, you're right to me. Um, <clears throat> and also... People from British Telecom, that's one cult as well. There was a big load of students uh, in um, Cardiff University. That's another cult of the podcast as well. Right. Um, there's a neuroscientist who listens to it while he's cutting rats' heads open. Ouch. He told me. Across the board. Right. And probably your ex listens to it as well, just seeds. Well, she's not mentioned much, so... <laughs> very rarely she very rarely crops up in conversation she very rarely crops up <laughs> anyway there you go that's the end uh, thank you to chalkable.co.uk for hosting it this has been a big enough production uh, we'll see you next week thank you Ed thank you very much thank you Raji thank shut you. up now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum with my dress for you may not be for style a man is born he's a man of dreams they love to do and they got nothing but to cheese but they got different strokes and things Everybody's got a special kind of story Everybody finds a way to shine No matter if you got not a lot So what you'll have theirs, you'll have yours and I'll have mine And together we'll be fine and it takes You're in strokes and 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 So, Raji, now you've sold your car, yeah. how are you going to get about? What are you going to do? <laughs> brum, brum, brum. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what? Just, just that? Is that what you're, you're just going to... But you're going to walk around the street doing that? Oh, all right. I suppose, <laughs> I suppose that counts in a way. Brum, brum.